Embracing Bliss number 41 In Death Only the Body Dies And again, I'll start with a quote from Sri Nisargatata Maharaj. I am that. In death only the body dies. Life does not. Consciousness does not. Reality does not. And the life is never so alive as after death. What was born must die. Only the unborn is deathless. Find what it is that never sleeps and never wakes, and whose pale reflection is our sense of I. And the life is never so alive as after death. In the Vedic worldview, death is not the opposite of life. It's not the ending to life. It is rather an integral and essential aspect of life. And to understand life, we must understand the truth of death. Death is what lends poignancy to my life. If there were no end to this, why not just put it off till tomorrow, until tomorrow, until tomorrow? If there were no end to this, why would I tell you I love you? If this, if this were not possibly the last chance I had to say I love you. What if I think of saying I love you and I don't say I love you and, and you die tomorrow? Or I die tomorrow without having had that opportunity. Death is essential. And the long and the short of it is this. There is something that does not die when the body dies. This is what makes it possible for me to embrace death as a reality in my life and in your life and in life itself. There is something that does not die when the body dies. This something is consciousness. It is what we are. I, the I, the truth, does not die. This body dies. This experience of mind dies. This ability to experience the physical realm dies, but I go on. Our body is actually dying all the time. The cells are replaced continually. It's said by some scientists that there is no cell in my body much more than a couple of years old, including my bones and my teeth. The, 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 the longest that anyone says uh, our cells stay around is seven years. Every seven years, this body has been replaced. Absolutely. I, I've heard two and a half years. Nothing that was here 10 years ago is here now. But I remember 10 years ago. I remember 20 years ago. I remember 40 years ago. I remember 50 years ago. I remember being a five-year-old and a 12-year-old and a 25-year-old, and I remember yesterday, and I remember the moment I started this sentence. Obviously, what remembers is not the body. What, what is it? It, it? it is consciousness. And this, I say this all the time. It's, it's really <laughs> the only message that there is. The Veda says that consciousness is all there is.
All there is, is the message that all there is, is consciousness. I am, this much I know, everyone listening can answer to that, can speak to that. I am. This doesn't have to be proven. This can't be proven. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a knowing. I am. And according to the Veda, this I am is consciousness. This that knows itself through me is consciousness. And before this body was born, consciousness was. As this body experiences life, consciousness is. And when this body fails, consciousness will continue. We meditate in order to introduce ourselves to this I am. We read things like this, like uh, Sri Narsagarada Maharaj, to be reminded of this I am from someone who lives fully as that I am, who knows absolutely that what is speaking is the I am, but what it is speaking through is a momentary vehicle. We go beyond our thoughts and feelings and ideas and our experience of this body to begin to know ourselves as something other than all of this, inclusive of all of this, perhaps. But other than all of this, the truth of this, that which never changes, which doesn't die. We meditate to know our true self capital S. In a very real sense, when we meditate, we are practicing dying. We are going beyond all these ideas of self to an experience of self, capital S. And rather than being frightening or painful, it is pleasant. It is profound. It is refreshing and enlivening and sometimes even fun. It is an infusion of life into this experience of life in this moment. It is the supremely comforting experience of that which never changes, which never dies, which goes on no matter what happens here at the physical level. Like finding your true tribe at last. You belong. Today, I will imagine what life would feel like if I could be free of suffering, trepidation, and the fear of death. I will ask myself to imagine joy everlasting, and I will work to feel some small part of it in my day. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. 
So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.